I came across a most interesting proverb the other day when reading a book by Max Strom. It said, "If you walk down a path, and you are bitten by a snake, you should forgive the snake." But wisdom says you don't forget where the snake lives, and therefore you should choose to walk down a different path. We've all been there. No, not being bitten by a snake. I'm talking about the path of forgiveness. You know, when someone cuts you off in traffic, or when someone eats the last cookie, even though they know you were saving it for later. It can be tough to forgive and forget in the heat of the moment, but it's important to remember, forgiveness comes in many different forms. Sometimes it's as simple as letting go of a grudge and moving on. Other times it might involve a more formal process, like writing a letter or going through a meditation. No matter what shape forgiveness takes, it can often be a little messy, but that's what makes. Forgiveness, so beautiful, because in the end, forgiveness is always worth the effort. We all know what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is about release. It's about freeing yourself from the pain and anger that weighs you down. It's about moving on with your life and giving yourself permission to be happy again, to start over. But what is forgiveness not? Like, where's the line that says, "Yep, nope, nope, that's the line. You cannot cross that." Forgiveness isn't a get out of jail free card. It doesn't mean that they are absolved of any wrongdoings and can go about their life as if nothing happened. The other day, I was reflecting on this concept of forgiveness. What is it exactly? Is it is it an act? Is it a process? So I decided to turn to the trusty dictionary for guidance. According to the dictionary, forgiveness is to cease to feel resentment against someone. I'm going to say that again: to cease to feel resentment against someone. Now, this definition implies that forgiveness is an act, something that happens in an instant. Right to cease to feel resentment. However, the definition also mentions feelings of resentment.、And、we all know that feelings well, they take time to change. So maybe forgiveness is a process after all. Perhaps forgiveness is something that happens gradually as we let go of anger, as we let go of pain, or maybe it's a bit of both. Perhaps forgiveness is both. Maybe it's an act and a process, something that we do and something that happens to us over time. There are many things that forgiveness can be, but one thing is for sure: forgiveness is not always easy. Today, I want to talk about the seldom side spoken of forgiveness. Mostly, what it's not. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. Many times, when we think of forgiveness, we think of turning the other cheek or letting bygones be bygones, 
And while those are both excellent examples of what forgiveness can be, there's much more to it than just that. Forgiveness is often mistakenly thought as a sign of weakness, when in reality, it takes a great deal of strength to forgive someone that's wronged you. But forgiving someone takes a lot of courage, and it's not easy to let go of anger or resentment. So here's something that I want you to understand. First things first. Number one, forgiveness is not something that you do for the other person. It's something that you do for yourself. Now, I know that sounds counterintuitive, and I have a feeling some of you are chewing through that, so I'm going to say this again because it's really important. Forgiveness is not something that you do for the other person. It's something that you do for yourself. Let's think about this. Imagine walking around every day with this giant bag of dirt, like literally carrying it everywhere you go, no matter where you went, to the store or to go get ice cream or even to the the kitchen, right? You're literally just carrying this thing everywhere you go, this giant bag of dirt. And when someone asks, hey, why are you carrying that giant bag of dirt around? You reply, oh, because, well, so-and-so said something really hurtful. So I'm going to carry this giant bag of dirt around to remind myself that they're a big pile of dirt. Huh. Okay. Hmm. I, I, I see. I see. Hmm. And then when they ask, how long are you going to carry it around? And you say, oh, forever. Because I, I don't ever want to forget that they, they're just a big pile of dirt. <laughs> It sounds kind of silly, right? Well, that's kind of what we do when we hold on to grudges and we hold on to resentment, to things that someone else has said or someone else has done. We lug around this big, heavy bag of anger, of bitterness, and reminding ourselves of how much someone has hurt us. And the longer we carry it, the heavier this bag gets. You see, by forgiving someone, you're releasing yourself of this weight, this anger from this hurt that they've caused you. Forgiveness is not something that you do for the other person. It's something that you do for yourself. Number two, forgiveness is not about condoning bad behavior. Let's make that very clear. Just because you've decided to forgive someone doesn't mean that you think what they did was okay. Again, forgiveness is not about excusing their bad behavior. Let's look at it this way. You guys have heard me talk about my dog many times, Derby. So every dog owner knows the feeling of frustration when their beloved pet ignores a command and Before you know it, they are running off into the woods or maybe a a neighbor's yard. But what many people may not realize is that this same scenario can play out in our emotional lives. Just as Derby needs to be trained to stay within the boundaries of the yard, we have to set boundaries in our relationships for our own emotional 
safety. This can be difficult, especially when we're dealing with someone who is used to getting their way, someone that's used to not being on a leash, so to speak. Someone who is used to coming into someone else's yard, perhaps uninvited sometimes, and then making us feel like we're overreacting when we voice, hey, you're kind of coming in my yard right now, and I'm not really comfortable with that. Boundaries. There's a purpose for them. And yes, setting boundaries is difficult. It's, it's hard. But here's what I want you to understand. You are capable of saying no. And that the other person is capable of hearing it. Did you hear that? You are capable of saying no. It may not be easy. It may not be comfortable. But the other person they are capable of hearing it. It's a difficult thing to do, but it's necessary. If you're constantly feeling like you're overreacting or like you've been taken advantage of, then it's time to set some boundaries. Chances are the other person, perhaps they're they're used to getting their way, right? And they're not used to hearing the word no. But that doesn't mean they can't handle it. Honesty is the best policy, especially when it comes to telling your friends and your family how you feel. Here, let me show you. Are you ready? I'm going to teach you how to say no. <laughs> I want you to repeat after me. Are you ready? Here we go. This is going to be fun. And when you get to that place when you need to say this to someone, I want you to just hear my voice and you can pretend that it's me saying it until you've done it enough to where you actually start having fun doing this. Are you ready? Repeat after me. This makes me uncomfortable. That's it. This makes me uncomfortable. Full stop. End of sentence. Put the period at the end of the sentence and just bite your tongue. You don't need to explain. You don't need to exaggerate any further. Just tell them the truth and then close your mouth. This makes me uncomfortable. Trust me, honesty is always the best policy. They may not like it at first, I'm going to be honest, but that's why you just keep your mouth closed and you say, this makes me uncomfortable. Because they cannot argue with that. They may not like it at first, but eventually they'll respect you for it. And that's really all you can ask for. Forgiveness is not condoning, excusing, accepting bad behavior. And finally, this one is really important. Forgiveness is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign that you're strong enough to let go of the grudge. It's a sign to show that you're strong enough to move on. It's a sign that you're the better person when it comes to sharing empathy. You're also brave enough to admit when you're wrong and to apologize. You recognize this. Perhaps that other person doesn't. 
And you're also kind enough to give people second chances, even when they don't deserve it. But if you ever feel guilty about forgiving someone, I want you to remember this. Forgiveness is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength, of courage, and kindness. And those are the three best qualities anyone can have. A lot of people think that forgiving someone means you're weak, but that couldn't be further from the truth. It takes a lot of courage and strength because it's not easy. It's not easy to let go of anger and resentment. It's worth it. Again, why would you want to carry that giant bag around? It's not a weakness. And just because you've decided to forgive someone, it doesn't mean you're a doormat or that you're going to let them walk all over you again. It's important forgiving someone. Forgiving can be difficult, but it's also worth it in the end. Not only will it help you feel better emotionally, but studies have even shown that forgiveness can improve your physical health by reducing stress levels and increasing your overall sense of well-being. And it also means you're not carrying a giant bag of dirt around everywhere you go. I mean, that does look kind of silly. So the next time someone asks you for forgiveness, I want you to remember, you're not weak, you're strong. You are not giving up, you are moving on. And you're not forgetting. You are remembering that you are powerful enough to choose how you react to the hurt in your life. Choose forgiveness and watch your life transform before your eyes. To find more episodes of Comet Down, hear the musical playlist from today's episode, or simply wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit cometdownpodcast.com. You're not alone. You are not alone. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. And now something my attorney wants me to say. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and is not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or a diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should only act upon the advice of such physician. Now, what I'd like to say. I am an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this and future podcasts and aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit cometdownpodcast.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. I'm Chad Lawson, and until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.